I'd like to talk about uh, oneness. Oneness is very important. Uh, St. Paul emphasized the oneness uh, very much. Oneness is it's kind of harmony, being together. Uh, in, it is in perfect harmony. That's what oneness is. And we don't see oneness very much around us in this world. We are living in a fractured, very divided world. But this unity, harmony, peace, oneness, this is essential quality for humanity to survive and for any human beings to live meaningfully and joyfully. And this oneness, harmony, peace, and reconciliation, it all comes from who God is. And God is one. You may think that God is three, Jesus Christ, God the Father, and God the Holy Spirit, but they are in perfect harmony. And they are one. He's one God. Unity is not possible in uniformity. When everybody is same, Unity is not possible, but unity is possible only in diversity and in God. Even though they are diverse, it is God is one in perfect harmony. And that's what St. Paul realized about who God is. And that's why he said, there is one body, one spirit, just as you were called to the one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, and one God. And this is what Paul realized about who God is. God is one. We often say, united, we stand. Divided, we fall. That's so true. United, we stand. Divided, we fall. And Paul tells us to keep, to try our best to keep that unity. To St. Paul, unity was important. You see, uh, Letter to Ephesians is different from letter to Corinthians or Galatians or other letters. Because other letters, Paul responded to concrete problems in particular community. But Ephesians, it is written generally to all churches, not just one particular community. So Paul is not talking about issue of division necessarily. But Paul is talking about the universal principle of being one. Universal principle of oneness. And in this he realized through Jesus Christ. He realized that Jesus Christ came to, to this world to bring that unity. To bring that harmony. God saw how broken the world is. God saw how fractured the world is. So Jesus Christ 
was sent by God to bring about that unity and harmony. And Paul realized that 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 was the purpose of Jesus coming into this world. Then that is purpose of our lives. We are the peacemakers. We are the ones who has to work hard to bring about the unity, harmony, and peace. That is a calling that we have. That is what it means to live a life worthy of calling. I see so much brokenness all around. Families, communities, parents and children, they fight. Spouses, they struggle. One nation is against another nation. When I, whenever I see news, whenever I look around, all I see is brokenness, divisiveness, fracturedness, not peace, unity, and harmony. The relationship between God and human beings are broken. The relationship between people to people is broken. We see so much brokenness around us. And we need unity. We need the message of unity. And unity is not sociological or social phenomenon. Unity is spiritual reality. It is gift of God. God gives human beings the gift of unity. Gift of peace so that we may be able to live together in harmony, enjoying each other. When you're divided, you cannot enjoy your life. When family is all divided, you cannot enjoy being there. When the community is so broken and divided, you don't want to be here. It is a gift of God to humanity to live together in peace and harmony. But I see so much of brokenness. And that brokenness comes from the hostility. See, Jesus, this is what uh, St. Paul said. It is the same uh, book in the second chapter. Probably you have it in uh, your uh, slide. For he is our peace. The he is Jesus Christ. He is our peace. In his flesh, he has made both groups into one and has broken down the dividing wall. And that dividing wall is the hostility. The dividing wall, that is the hostility between us. In other words, Jesus came and took out that hostility so that two groups may become one. That is a, there was a dividing wall. The hostility was a dividing wall. And then Jesus Christ took away that hostility, the dividing wall, so that they can become one. That's what Jesus Christ did. 
two, uh, two Sundays ago or three Sundays ago, I preached about let us, turning, let us turn hostility into hospitality. And that is so much needed. We need to turn hostility into hospitality. But within us, we have hostility. Tremendous hostility. If you have anger within you, if you leave it in your heart and let it brew, let it breed, then that anger becomes hostility. There are things that you can hold in your heart for a long time, and it's okay. But there are things that you cannot, you should not hold too long within you because that will poison you. And one of them is anger. If you have anger within you for a long time, that anger turns into hostility. And that hostility divides people. And when, that, when there is that hostility, the reconciliation, peace, and harmony is not possible. So when you can get angry, we all get angry sometimes, but you cannot let anger stay within you for a long time. As soon as you have that anger, you have to learn how to let go of that anger. In the same chapter, in the same, in the same letter, in the same chapter, St. Paul said this. Be angry, but do not sin. Paul said, you can be angry. That, is not, that itself is not sin. You can be angry, be angry, but do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger. Why? Because it becomes hostility. Verse 1 and 2 are very crucial in our reading today. St. Paul said, I beg you to lead a life worthy of the calling to which you have been called with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love. It's very interesting. Paul said, I beg you. He didn't say, I recommend you or I uh, advise you. He said, I beg you. Because it's so important. I beg you to work out, work together to bring about peace and unity. And I like, it's the same feeling that I have. I beg you, all of you, to be peacemakers, to bring about unity. In your family, with friends, because we see so much of hurt, pain, division, anger, and hostility. I beg you to live a life worthy of calling to which you have been called. With all humility, gentle, gentleness, patience, and love. Bear with one another in love. No one is perfect. I see students, your parents are not perfect. Parents, your children are not perfect. Friends, your friends are not perfect. Because they are not perfect, sometimes they hurt us. 
because we are not perfect. They hurt us. When you get hurt, do not reject them. Do not shy away from them. Embrace them. Bear with one another in love. Otherwise, we cannot survive. If we reject everyone who hurts us, we have no friend left. We have no person that we can live with left. Bear with one another in love. Paul said, humility, gentleness, and patience, they are all fruit of spirit. It's not personality. Only spirit can give you that. Only through the spirit, we can bring about the unity. Peace and unity are God's gift for all of you to live joyfully, meaningfully, and happily. That gift, I believe, that is much more precious than money or luxury or houses or cars. That gift of peace is the greatest gift that God can give to us. The gift of unity. Enjoy it. Cherish it. But when your heart is not ready, you cannot receive that gift. It's not like a lottery. You just take it. No, we have to work. We have to be ready spiritually to receive that gift. People who hurt you, don't hate them. Hate the evil that they do, but don't hate the people. Embrace them. Martin Luther King said, nonviolence means avoiding not only external physical violence, but also internal violence of spirit. You not only refuse to shoot a man, but you refuse to hate him. I've been reading Martin Luther King's uh, sermons, articles, and whatever he wrote. There's a comp compilation of that, uh, what he uh, wrote. I was reading, and then the kind of extreme racism he experienced in his community. And he said, I do not hate white people, but I hate the evil that enslaves them. And this is what he said. We don't hate people. We should not hate anyone. Of course, we hate the evil that enslaves them. Bear with one another in love. Deep wound within us cannot be well kept within us. It will come out somehow. So when we have deep wound uh, within us, it will hurt other people. But I pray that that wound that you have within you may turn into wounded love, painful love, which is compassion. Come is together. Passion meaning suffering. Suffer together. That's what compassion, compassionate love is all about. 
I hope that our wound within us may turn into that wounded love, that painful love, so that you may suffer with others. Ralph Waldo Emerson said, Peace cannot be achieved through violence. It can only be attained through understanding. Roman peace, you may be able to achieve with violence, with force. A Christian peace or the peace that Christ gave, you can never achieve it through violence, only through understanding. When you have deeper understanding of each other, you'll be able to be peacemakers. Let us sing together.